1: M970 presents Eye on Real Estate.
2: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Eye on Real Estate. For nine years, I can't believe it's so long, nine years, we've been the only show on talk radio that is all about real estate and everything that has to do with real estate, which, of course, is about everything, including love. It was Mother Teresa who said, love begins at home. And I say, well, I didn't really invent it. I have something in my kitchen that says, home is where the heart is. And I like that. We also feel great love this weekend for the brave men and women who gave their lives for this country. The unofficial start of summer comes this weekend, and boy, what a beautiful weekend we have. And we're observing Memorial Day, and it's observed on the last Monday of May, and the unofficial start of summer, which most of us are really looking forward to. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think... If I was in like a Florida or a place where it was nice all the time, I would look forward to summer as much. But when you come from the cold, gee, it's nice to see the sun and the weather being nice. We want to take the time to really honor those who have lost their lives in military service. And to date, there has been 3,481 soldiers have given their lives in Operation Iraqi Freedom. And they will never be forgotten, nor will anybody that ever served in any of our wars with the military. Uh, there's millions of Americans who have given everything up for the freedom we enjoy today. So we all want to say, for my real estate, thank you.
3: Thank you. Yeah. yeah.
2: This is also Fleet Week, and there are a lot of sailors in town. I mean, I saw them in New York. They're just all coming in, and they're really celebrating Uh So if you see somebody in a uniform, say welcome and thank you. Welcome to New York. I don't know about inviting them for a drink, but.
4: (laughs) (laughs) What do you think they're doing here? (laughs) Yeah, they are. Okay.
2: (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah. But really, I don't know if I'd invite them for a drink, but I would say thank you. And uh, there you see the uniforms all over.
3: Yeah, they're all in white, Toddy. It's great. You know? Yeah.
2: Well, those military un- uniforms are very sexy. Yeah, sexy. Yeah.
4: See, invite them in for a drink.
2: <laughs> so as you know, Ace um, is vice president of the R- residential lending at Citizens Bank, which works with Douglas Element as a preferred lender. Citizens is one of the nation's oldest and largest financial institutions, and we thank them for their support as part of this ongoing commitment to give back to the community. Just last week, Citizens Bank and the Military Warriors Foundation presented a newly renovated mortgage-free home to a deserving veteran and his family in Cleveland Heights. They also help their customers by providing an integrated experience that includes mobile and online banking, a 24-7 customer contact center, and the convenience of approximately 3,200 ATMs. You can easily find more information at CitizensBank.com at citizensbank.com. Also, we're joined today by the real estate author and friend, Stephen Gaines.
4: Good morning. Welcome, yeah. Stephen. Hi. <laughs> um,
2: at 11, we are going to be joined by a member of the Forbes Real Estate Council, Eula, y- I think it's Yulia, Yanni. And uh, before founding realadam.com, Eula Yanni managed over a uh, half a billion in commercial real estate investments for Amstar global partners and related group in Florida Realadam.com is her third startup she recently wrote a fascinating article about women in business for Forbes magazine where she is on the there and Forbes economic Council a fascinating woman please stay tuned you're not going to want to miss her we are so lucky to have Her on the show, and Stephen tells me she might be calling in from Europe. She's in Europe. Really? She's
4: seven hours ahead.
2: Yeah. So that's pretty pretty neat. Well, looking forward to it. On this day, I always tell you what happened on this day in history. In 1961, JFK announced the U.S. goal of putting a man on the moon before the end of the decade. What was the first? Oh, the first man on the moon was in... He announced it. Did it happen in 61? I don't remember. No.
4: The next, it just says on July 16th, 1969, the first man stepped on the moon. So they were able to do it just eight years later. Eight years later.
2: Yeah. And remember we had a couple of shows where they were selling. um, The
3: one-way tickets, Dottie.
2: Runway tickets to the moon.
3: And Mars. And
2: they were sold out. And I was saying, well, there was only one caveat with that. There was no return. (laughs) Can we send my
4: mother-in-law? Yeah,
2: they didn't. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if there's someone you don't like, you could try to figure it out. Unfortunately, there's no vacancies unless some people have a change of heart. But the whole idea was you go to the moon, and they're going to set up and try to kind of make something go on there. Uh, However, they had not figured how to get you back so that you were there for life. I don't know. I just kind of think it would be a little boring. I don't know if they have TVs. I don't know if they have movies. (laughs) what do you do
4: but float? Netflix on the moon.
2: Yeah, and I told people if you're antisocial or you don't like people, it's a good place to go. But anyhow, um, that really takes us back, because I remember when the first man did walk on the moon. Now, that was – Let's say, the man stepped on, that was Neil Armstrong, and it's the 50th anniversary that Neil Armstrong stepped onto the moon.
4: Amazing. Yeah. yeah. 50 years. 50 years, right. Do you yeah. think
2: there's people, aliens? Do you think there are people <clears throat> that live on the planets, like aliens?
3: I'm sure there's living species. Just Yeah,
4: you know, maybe not on these yeah. eight planets, but somewhere in this giant universe. I'm sure there is.
2: Yeah, uh, I wonder. You know, you kind of see them and you kind of picture them looking a certain way, but they could look just like us. I hear no there's idea.
4: even a Douglas Element office on Mars. Oh, hey, listen, <laughs>
2: we're on the forefront, cutting edge. <laughs> Don't have a lot of customers who want to move there yet, but we're hoping that those that group that goes there loves it, and we can get testimonials of how great it is to live on the moon, and we'll have no competition. We'll clean up. <laughs> so Ace, you wanna take you wanna run the, the, the mortgage company in the moon? That's it, that's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's kinda of funny, but you know what? Sometimes when we think of things that we read about or things that kinda of seemed unreal and could never happen, they were science fiction and then they happened. So I don't think it'll be long before people do really stay on the moon. Yeah, for never a while. say
3: never, Dottie. Never say I never. never.
2: Now, obviously, if you were born on this day, you are a Gemini um, who has a message you want to get out in the world, and you share the birthday with comedian Mike Myers, better known as the spy, Austin Powers.
3: Austin Powers. Yeah.
2: And uh, you're also, uh, if you're a Gemini, you're the sign of the twins, meaning you have two different personalities or two different sides to you. Uh, I always remember the twins. You know, I used to always, when I was young, look up, oh, I'm meeting this guy. What's his horoscope? Does it work with mine? Because when I was young, that was the whole thing—to try to see what somebody's horoscope was to see if they were compatible for you. Do you guys use
3: that, Donnie, Steven? Not now. Not now.
2: No. But then it was like the thing—everyone's horoscope, and there was books and sun signs, and you know what signs work together, what signs are disasters. Yeah. And uh, but really, if you really want to do that, you really have to know your uh, the time you were born yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But it's interesting. No, I kind of semi believe it.
4: It used to be a big pickup line. It that's what you know, used to be, right? What's your, what's sign? your sign? Yeah. It's and by see the if way, whatever your
2: sign is, I'm a compatible sign. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Depends on how late in the night it is. Yeah. At last call, everybody's compatible. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that was the the, the the line. What's your what's your sign? I don't think it happens anymore. Anyhow, um, Lawrence Young, who is the chief economist of the NAR, um, who I was actually anxious to see. And by the way, he will be calling into the show. I uh, just have to set up with Stephen Wynn. Uh, he said the existing home sales for single-family homes, townhouses, condos, and co-ops fell 0.4%. And this is a national number. I try to give you a, a sense of what's happening in real estate nationally and then what's kind of happening more lo- local. So that's a national number. And um, it's point. Oh, and it's down 4.4% year over year. So if you took last year this this time to this year this time, nationally, um, the number of sales is down. Now, that doesn't mean the prices. It means the sales is down about 4%. And I don't know that that means too much, Um, but it's just something that they look at and they track. And uh, Lawrence Young said, however, he's not concerned about the dip in the sales. and what it means for the markets long-term. And he, who is really, you don't get he that's what he does. He pr- does all the historical and, and economy, talks about the economy. He sees historically low mortgage rates combined with a pent-up demand to buy, job creation is improving, wage growth, and that all aligns, and those arrows all lead to increased home sales. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you kind of look at history and you kind of look at some of the indicators that will lead you to what we think would be a normal conclusion. And so he looks at you know that, and he says that it will help affordability and will help spur more home sales. S- Cheryl Young, who is the senior economist at Trulia, also believes the market will see a quick and uptick in sales as we enter the summer. Yeah, it kind of was a, a slower... Maybe it wasn't slow. It's just that you, I guess you, they're not really talking about it. There was a time when that's all they did—twenty-four-seven. Everything was about real estate, and now everything is about politics. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that, regardless of what political—I uh, mean, kind of—I think it's all crazy now. But whatever you—you know—your beliefs are. When people are unsure what's going to happen, which is you know, kind of who knows what's going to be, I think they kind of sometimes just take a break. Unless they need to buy a house. So I think the first-time buyers are out there. But I think some of the second-home buyers or the buyers that are looking for a second home kind of are slowing it up a little. Although, as I said last week, (coughs) if you're looking to buy, now is a great time to buy. The prices are good. You know, when you read the papers, real estate is great, it's growing, it's appreciating 25%. Well, that's the time that the numbers are really high. You could really find some nice deals now. I mean, you're not going to steal pr- pr- properties, but you can really find some nice things. And I uh, told you we'll do a show on investments. But I really think that two-family homes and things like that are great, if you, you know, if you're willing to, you know, manage them and be involved with, you know, when you're a landlord, they call you up in the middle of the night. But I think that it's really uh, good. Uh, well, Ace, uh, they're all predicting the economists that uh, mortgage rates will likely remain low due to a strong economy and escalating tension around trade. Do you agree with that?
3: At least for the rest of 2019, Dottie, it seems as if um, you know rates are going to still stay um, pretty steady. Um, I think it's going to remain right around that 3.875 percent mark. I don't, I don't think it'll hover above four, but you know again nobody has a crystal ball so things can change by the uh, latter part of the year but as of right now all the experts are saying that it's going to stay pretty pretty steady for the rest of the year so yeah
2: because they say that rates r- rates fell all right i mean how home rates fell, fell again with, this
3: yeah, yeah this again, past week right? yeah literally um, yesterday rates fell so
2: okay so what are the ra- what are rates fell again so what what is what are the rates now about four
3: if, okay. if you have really good credit and you're looking for a jumbo mortgage, which is anything above 625000 here in New York or even nationally, um, you can get a rate of 3.5%, 3.625, Dottie. Quite amazing.
2: Wow. And yeah. they say the 15-year fixed rate is about 3.57?
3: Yeah. Li- right now, we're on three and a quarter, 3.25, 3.25. 3.25?
2: quarter. Yeah.
4: Ace, there was an there was an article that I read that said that uh, it's it's easier to get a jumbo mortgage. The banks would rather deal with you to get a jumbo mortgage than to get a small like seventy five thousand dollar mortgage.
2: I heard here. that on the news too. You did. Well, yeah, well, I heard smaller
3: that. loans, um, you know, banks are I- especially in that range where it's around you know anything below seventy five thousand, a little harder to get, you know. So.
2: Yeah, well, they, I think they kind of. I mean, look, I don't know, but I don't. They kind of said that, oh, gee, if you, if you don't have money and you don't live in a great area, it's hard to get mortgages. They'd much rather give it to people who make a ton of money mm-hmm. because they're less of a risk. But, you know, we deal with very average Americans, very rich mar- Americans, some people that are really looking to try to figure out how to start. And I don't see that, but do you? I mean, no, unless their credit's I'll- bad, so
3: I mean, we we never deter any customers, right? Every single walk of life comes through the door. So whether they're looking to take out a $50,000 mortgage or a $10 million mortgage, we treat them all the same. So,
4: yeah. I I had my best experience with, with Citizens Bank. Honestly, I did. I'm not just saying it because you're here, but I have my bed and I have my mortgage now with Citizens Bank. And Stephen, yeah. if
2: I recall, you tried a uh, number. Of times.
4: <laughs> well, you just kept. We kept on saying on the show, "Try again, try yeah. again, try again," and I did try again. And then I went to Citizens. It was right in front of me because I've been <laughs> working on the show for so long. And sure enough, they came through. It was really remarkable. I'm so grateful to them. It changed my life.
2: That's it. Oh, that's yeah. sweet. Uh, yeah, Stephen, no, really, you. I mean, and that's true, and you know I have my mortgage. I say it on the show every yeah. time through Citizens, and they were great. Now, I would say New York City is pretty pricey, and we all know that, but listen to this. That people, they did the surveys. Now, when they do surveys, I really don't know who they ask, but they people in San Francisco are planning to ditch San Francisco, uh, for more affordable locals. Or they want to move to a more affordable place. And uh, they decided that, because in the Bay Area, um, I think it's more than a million dollars for a two-bedroom dwelling, so they plan to relocate to Austin and Chicago, which have medium home prices of 400000 Now, this is where numbers really don't tell the true story. So another place they're looking to go to is New York City. Now they think that that's way more affordable than the uh, San Francisco, and I think it's cheaper, but not by much, because they say now the median list price for a home in New York, New Jersey City, is five twenty-five. Now, when you get numbers that show New York City, they're mixed in with Jersey, they're mixed in with parts of Long Island, and and they're just not really pure New York City numbers. So I believe that. That is not the average sale price of New York City proper. So all that I can say to you, San Franciscans, we'd love to have you here. And we think that New York is really becoming the capital of tech now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd love to have you here, but don't jump before you do your homework.
4: Yeah, New Jersey, it's actually the New Jersey that's 525000 It says that Manhattan has the highest median list price, which is a million five for a two-bedroom. So that's the difference. But they're also thinking they about it. combine it. They combine it. They yeah. combine
2: those numbers right, when exactly. they do the numbers for New York City because New York City doesn't have an MLS that reports to them. Right. So they, their numbers are mixed up with areas outside of New York City, which shows it a lot lower. Stevens right. The average, the median is about a million, a, million, a little over a million. Um, also, they, they're looking at Texas, uh, Austin, which uh, is very up and coming, yeah. Seattle.
4: And, and then, outside of Los Angeles, too. Outside. Yeah,
2: but Los Angeles is high.
4: In the better sections, but if you go just slightly outside of Los Angeles, see, all of these places have suburbs that people can move to instead of living exactly in the city, like Chicago has big suburbs. So.
2: Yeah, Chicago's a nice city. I like Chicago. Oh, it's wonderful. And People are very friendly, too.
4: That's great.
2: Um, I have some cute little, I mean, getting back to our New York, uh, what's going on in New York. I thought this was kind of uh, funny because we talk about condo boards and we we tell you that you know when you have a condo board, it's not as restrictive as a co-op board, but you're living with other people. Unlike if you have a single-family home, where you just have to be nice to your neighbors right next to you. But there's um, this man has just made the news Uh, as New York City's worst neighbor, and he's an Upper West Side man and. He Hmm. sued his condo board, and so now they have called him. They said they're going to get back. And James Miller has a luxury Upper West Side High Rise accountable for everything he can think of and then some from security. And he's complaining about security, sidewalks, cracks, pools, squeaky elevators, tree removals, unfriendly employees, and how the snow is shoveled. (laughs) Sounds like a perfect (laughs) uh, (laughs) neighbor.
4: It's a condo, too.
2: Yeah. Now, he has made 45 complaints to a half a dozen agencies. Okay. So, well, I think we're going to have a break. But I have to tell you the story because obviously, when you complain, there's always something that could kick you in the butt. So I'll finish telling you what happened with James Miller right after the break. We'll be right back.
0: In an era where it's tough to know which news outlet to trust at a time where it's difficult to find facts not just opinion there is an oasis in the news desert it's the cats roundtable john katsimatidis the personification of the american dream who built a multi-billion dollar business empire talks with some of the nation's top newsmakers every sunday morning at 8 30 a.m you won't just hear partisan spin. You'll hear directly from the newsmakers who are shaping the news cycle in the city, the country, and the world. On the CATS Roundtable, you won't just hear about politics. You'll hear about science, business, education, animal rights, and any other topics that you're interested in. Catch the CATS Roundtable every Sunday morning starting at 8.30 right after Morano in the morning on AM 970. The answer. I'm Michael Conti, And I'm Michael Honig from honig Conti Perino Insurance. Our families have been in business since 1902. We want to let you know about some common misconceptions most people have about insurance. Number one, I don't need it. That'll never happen to me. Well, nine out of ten claims are water damage claims. And whether you're a business owner or a homeowner, it's not the thousands of dollars it costs to make the repairs that will shock you, but the tens of thousands of dollars it costs for a temporary office or housing. Bet you didn't know that. Number two, insurance is like a drive through and I can purchase it like a
1: side of fries. The process shouldn't be difficult, but it does require real people that can guide you. Whether providing insurance for your apartment, co-op, condo, house, or your business, Michael Honig and Michael Conti are names you can trust. So call the Michaels today at 212-777-7113. That's 212-777-7113 or visit them online at Honigconti.com. H-O-N-I-G-C-O-N-T-E dot com. Honig Conti Perino. Not just here to provide insurance, but insurance guidance guidance. Your table, ladies.
2: Thank you so much. So, Vicki, how have you been? Great. It's been so long. Last time we saw each other was what? Your daughter's wedding on that yacht? What was it? The Atlantis? Yes, the Atlantis. It was perfect for the wedding with its three decks, bridal suite, immaculate restrooms, dance floor, and state-of-the-art sound system. The food and service was great, and I hear they bake those delicious rolls right on board. They do. You know, I've been trying to decide what to do for my daughter's Sweet 16 and some corporate events. You should absolutely book. The Atlantis. They do more than just weddings. Sunset cocktail parties, bar and bat mitzvahs, luncheons, and guests are able to board from several locations. Francesca was so easy to work with. Call her at 212-385-9400 or email her at events at Charter
1: the Atlantis for your event today. Call Francesca at 212-385-9400 or visit franstouchofclass.com. For a limited time, mention AM970 for a free menu upgrade on the Atlantis
0: Manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow,
1: and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer ever. Get a two-pack of MyPillows premiums for $69.98. That's only $34.99 per pillow, which is the lowest price ever offered on radio or TV. This offer is only available at mypillow.com or call 800- 651 798 Use promo code AM970. For the best night's sleep
0: in the whole wide world, is it my
1: it's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866 970 9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO Dottie Herman.
2: You're listening to I on Real Estate on this lovely Memorial Day weekend. I'm here with Ace 102 Park, and he is the president and runs the whole mortgage. Really, just does everything uh, for Douglas Elliman and then some. And I know him from, I mean, I have to tell you, I will never forget. I mean, I think he's one of the smartest and the brightest. I will never forget how I met him. It was a Friday afternoon, and it was 5 o'clock, and I had interviewed like four other... I was we had interviewed four other candidates and I said, Oh my god, it's five o'clock and I just wanna get out of here and there and walked in Ace. He opened his mouth and that was it. I knew he was the guy and we're just so lucky to have you, Ace. Oh, Um, thanks, Daddy. And he is really the best. I mean I would only have the best. And Stephen Gaines, who I'm pleased to say twenty something years ago I don't want to give my age away, but (laughs) you can look it up. But or I would lie. Um uh, I came out to the Hamptons. I opened up like from nobody. I didn't buy a company. I just said, I'm opening up in the Hamptons. And I I met Stephen, Gain, Stephen from a, a a guy that I had recruited, uh, Paul Brennan, who's been on our show many a day. And Stephen, you were doing an internet. You were very ahead of your time. Yeah, it was we, the
4: first one. It was great. Yeah,
2: 20 see, years ago, yeah, this was. Yeah, he was doing – you were doing a whole – It was called
4: iHamptons.com, and we had the first online magazine. This is 20 years ago, especially about a community. and. Uh, it, was it was so great.
2: Wow. Now, I think what happened was was, sometimes timing, it was almost too early. I mean, nobody was doing any of it. Now that's – you were like a pioneer. Well, you know,
4: people wanted to see that you had 5 million viewers or anything, and I kept on saying. Even if we only have 10,000 viewers, they're all in the Hamptons. So and they're engaged. And they're engaged, exactly. And,
2: and, and for those of you who keep up with social media, it's one thing to have someone click your site. You know, you know, if you see a friend and they wrote, oh, we had a great family vacation, and you say, like, like, like. Okay, so that's a hit. But when they say somebody's engaged, that means that they actually had some dialogue with you. Right. And so – it's better to really have less people but people that are engaged than a lot of people that are just, right?
4: Absolutely. And I
2: know, Ace, you you, you do a lot with that also. Yeah. But that's how we met. Um, and, um, um. So,
4: Stephen, you were a blogger back then, huh? Oh, uh, was we, so- we had a huge, we had a uh, blogger, uh, uh, an advice column. We had uh, cameras up on all the wow. beaches. We had articles about different things. I wrote a column. It was. It was actually. A, it wasn't a. The word blog actually didn't happen it exists, all the right. way it exists twenty years ago. Yeah. We had a real magazine online with a big staff, and and the the man who backed it, by the way, was Rob Wiesenthal, who now started Blade, Blade. the helicopter company. Mm. So um <laughs> we're all, we're all grateful accident, about that.
2: Like. Uh, two days ago. Uh, but I don't, but nobody was hurt. Uh, th- there was no one on the plane. Yes,
3: we saw but, that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: but we, we, I would say, days, we've had some people on the show that have made news this week. Yeah. <laughs>
4: one got arrested, one had an accident. Oh, so you
2: can't say we don't have them on. But anyhow, he, he was way ahead of his times. And that's how I met Stephen. Uh
4: But I didn't fall in love with you until two or three years later when I started to write a book about Manhattan residential real estate. Right. And I went to so many people and I said, I want to write about your company, your company. I went to Dottie and Dottie said, that's great. You can interview anybody you want. You can complete open and it was Fantastic. And I saw the inner workings of a really brilliant company Mm -hmm. that trained their people well and also had such amazing characters and, you know, real estate (laughs) brokers are characters I know.
2: But let me say this. I really took a chance because when you let somebody into a company and I gave him no restrictions on who he spoke to and nobody was prepped, and if you're a writer, you, you can't sugarcoat things. You have to kind of write it the way you say it. Um, but I believe in that, and I believe that people who are smart know there's no company that's perfect, and there's no person that's perfect. And I think some of the times that I think what makes people really follow me is I'm real, and I don't try to paint an image for people that's not obtainable. And so we talk about failing because no person – that I know have ever got anywhere in their life without failing and how it's okay to, you know, it's part of anything you do. You have to be able to take the ups and the downs. We, we, we talk about building a business. We talk about, you know, things that go wrong, things that you never plan to happen, um, things that you when you just want to say, hey, you know what, I'm done. <laughs> and I tell you, whenever, and, and this is advice somebody gave to me when I was probably in my 20s, um, they said, Dottie, whenever you're emotional. like so you're upset about something or you're emotional even in, in, or maybe you're not upset you're happy. but whenever you're emotionally, whether good or bad, never make a decision then. Wait. calm down or be happy for a day or two and wait till everything just everything settles down and then make the decision. A lot of times when people are emotional, they don't make smart decisions. It's also advice that we all give you. On the internet when you're sending an email or a text out.
3: <laughs> yes. Do not Do write it. Do not press it. send.
2: Do not press send. <laughs> and you know what? Don't press send. Yesterday I was getting my um, audio guide because I'm trying to eventually move into my house. And uh, there was a kid there and I had just got the new iPhone 10, and it doesn't, you know, you have to swipe it. So, you know, the other one you press the middle, and I have to get used to it. And he said, you know, and he was young, and he said, I just got, it. I'm not sure if I like it because I, I'm used to the, the thing that shuts it, not the swipe. And he was telling me, I got panicky because I wrote a text or an email, and then I said, I don't want to send it, and I wasn't sure if I swiped it, if it would go through. So, what we're saying is really, the do not. Make a decision when you're emotional and do not send any text in writing or email when you're emotional. Calm down, wait, and think about it because what you put on the internet stays with you for the rest of your life. And sometimes we all have a bad day and we react. Make Can it I tell
4: you something else, Donnie? Once you said to me, I was really upset about something. This was about three, four years ago. And you turned to me and you said, Swallow it. I said, What? You said, Swallow it, that's it well, I didn't move move on no, well, you, <laughs> <laughs> come on, <Steven>. you meant. <laughs> <laughs> you men, you know that's it, you know, deal with it, go on, put it away that's it, you got to move on. You were great, well, sometimes simple advice is really, really important and effective
2: yeah i I think that's really that if you pull a lot of people that are achieved things in their life, they're going to tell you pretty much. It might be different fields, but the same, same kind of advice. So that's my uh, Memorial Day advice for you. But we were in the middle of talking about the West Side man who shoot his condo board, and he was they got, they they fixed him, that he was you know they say he's the worst neighbor, but he he made 45 complaints. He then visited the local firehouse so often to ask what would constitute a fire code violation because he wanted to get the building on fire code violations and he kept on going there and bothering the firefighters with better things to do that the firefighters stopped answering the door when he came. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Miller, his, his James Miller says, listen, I just cared. About my building, and nobody really was. They were all busy. They didn't really take the time. Now you would think that the people in the building would say, "Let somebody else do it and complain. We'll just let him do it." But he went overboard. Um, he w- when he was he took it upon himself, okay, to shovel snow outside the thirty-six story building. <laughs> all right, and allegedly. Uh, Miller, uh, James Miller, who is the worst neighbor, accosted the wife of a board member complaining that her husband should be outside pushing snow with him. <laughs> okay. And how dare he not be there? And Miller said of his many complaints led to improvements. and I'm sure they did. you know, I'm sure some of them did. I'm trying to make a change, he said. People resist change. Well, there's a better way to do it. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I
4: everybody. think at the
2: end of the day, Probably he did some good because they probably figured some things, no, no building is perfect. But there's a way to do things. And sometimes if you don't do them the kind of right way or you're not diplomatic about it, you can get yourself in trouble. The number is 866 That's eight six six nine seven zero nine six two two. And 9622
4: um, What happened to the caller? I had a
2: caller, but if you come back, I'll take you. I, I do want to address something that we talked about last week. Uh, I had Esther Mueller on the the show that is a, uh, has a real estate school. She has had her license for many years also. She's probably a great instructor. She's not probably, and she, we we talked about how to get into real estate and, you know, what the requirements were, and one of our listeners um, was kind enough to, to text me and email me and asked that I, said, you didn't tell the full story, you didn't. You, you said you have to get a license. You said you have to go for the state test. But you first have to go for the 45-hour course. Um, I'm going to get cut off here. So I'm going to finish and give you exactly what you need because I, I did leave out something. Uh, so I'm going to tell you exactly what you need. And then we're going to finish with some funny New York stories. 866 um, 970 Happy Memorial Day, everyone. We'll be right back. You're listening to Ion Real Estate.
0: What happens to the Hollywood stars of yesteryear? Well, that's the question we answer on an unusual edition of Champions of Justice this weekend. Tom Girardi and Jim O'Callaghan talk with Bob Beecher and Nancy Biederman about Hollywood's efforts to save the storied retirement home for aging stars. It's quite a story. Wait till you hear the names of the home's former and current residents. Tune in, Champions of Justice, Sunday mornings at 10, here on AM 970, The Answer.
3: Hi, I'm Paul. I know what you're thinking. Oh, great. Another wireless ad. I know how you feel, and it seems like they're always full of this complicated, tricky language about their networks and offers and blah, blah, blah. Well, Sprint is going to do things differently, and let you decide for yourself with their new 100% total satisfaction guarantee. Try it for 30 days, love it, or your money back. See? Simple. Now get both Sprint's Unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. So switch now. Visit your local Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800 Sprint One
1: today. 30-day guarantee with new line of service. S10 128 gigabyte, $15 a month after 22.50 a month credit for 18 months credit applied within two bills. If canceled early, remaining balance due. Unlimited basic after 6:30 20. Pay $32 per month per line for five lines with auto pay. Data D prioritization during congestion. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Speed maximums, use rules, $30 activation fee and restrictions apply. This is Dr. Howard, founder and formulator of Balance of Nature. We're changing America one life at a time. I've had a number of strokes, and one of the areas that hasn't seemed to improve is my uh, peripheral vision, but with the extra amount of balance of nature that I've been taking, it seems to improve just a little bit.
4: One of the ways that I've noticed is that going to work, I drive in the evening, but
1: they seem to help a little bit, and they cut down on some of the glare. I've been very happy with balance of nature. I had no no negative comments by uh, my cardiologist. He was very happy with what he saw in the stress test, so I'm happy.
4: You know, when you
1: hear it on the radio, you get a little pessimistic, but when the um, product is working for you, then you start to believe in it because you're not hearing from anyone else. You're hearing it from your body.
0: I love the product. I can't be without it. My nails started growing nicer because I've always had very thin, brittle nails. My hair started to come in a little bit thicker and my skin just had this beautiful glow to it. So I, and, and just feeling so much better. I was misdiagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis and it wasn't rheumatoid arthritis. It was just a case of me not having all the nourishments that a body is supposed to have in my body. I used to wrap up my knees with ACE bandages and, uh, and I went to work every day after about, I would say about a month. I was able to walk. I wasn't falling down anymore. I mean, it was really an incredible thing.
2: Through Memorial Day weekend, you can receive a $20 discount and free shipping on any first preferred order of Balance of Nature. Again, this special radio offer will only be available through May 27th. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code the answer. Ace is
0: the place with the helpful hardware, folks it's the memorial day sale at ace the best time to buy the latest grills from our exclusive lineup of premium brands like weber traeger and more get free assembly free delivery and free fuel on our top grills and accessories 3.99 and up from our store right to your door don't miss the memorial day sale happening now only at ace offer valid for ace reward members through may 31st see participating stores for scheduling or exclusions propane tank not included
1: It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866 970 9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO Dottie Herman.
2: We're back. You're listening to I on Real Estate on this lovely memorial. Day weekend I'm here with Ace w. I'll, I'll just say Ace W it's just easier. no you're
3: actually and really good you now not. I'm getting there but you, you know
2: what Ace it took seven years I, I know, I, know. That, <laughs> I have to say I'm usually not a slow learner but on this one I was
3: but it's getting okay. good it's yes, good yes
2: I'm getting better and you know what my other advice my whole life all I would say is well I'm not good yet but I'm better than I was last week or last month and as long as I was going in the right direction I'm okay so I'll say that and That's Stephen it. Gaines a well-known <laughs> author uh and we're here, we're talking to you on this Memorial Day weekend, and I, I said in the uh, before the break that we had a listener last week that when we talked about what you need to get into real estate, and I believe that I said you need to first go and take 45 hours. Now, this is New York. I'm not sure about Jersey, what their requirements are. You have to take 45, not 45, it's a lot more hours now. It was 45 when I did all this stuff. And then you pass that test and then you have to go to a state take the state test what i didn't say is a broker has to sponsor you okay so it means if you don't because you can't if you're a salesperson you can't leave your license anywhere it has to be with a a broker and the broker has to sponsor you so i did not say that last week and uh, one of our listeners was good enough to call me and say well you didn't mention that and i i went for a real estate test maybe 10 years ago. I'm not sure exactly what time you're, And she said, and I had to get sponsored. And I went to someone, and they wouldn't sponsor me. She thought it was maybe a form of age discrimination because I think she said she was in her 60s. Uh, now, I don't think that. I think one of the things in real estate that's just wonderful is there is no – you can be any age. Okay. That's right. And mm-hmm. I, have, I have people in my company, and ASIL vouch for me, that are 70 and 80. And I had a woman, Barbara, and, and Betsy, well, Barbara passed away since then. She would be, she was 90 years old, and she would get these listings and call me up. And they were all over. They were in the Hamptons. They were, And I'd say, Barbara, my God. I said, you know, you're amazing. She said, aren't you lucky I'm old and all the people I know are dying? That's what she said. Oh. But then I said to so, her, you know, you have a business. And, you know, you really shouldn't let that go. And she got her granddaughter, who is, was in and went to Brown, or one of the great colleges that had a great job, and she left that to, take, to, to, to transition and take over Barbara's business, and she's still with Douglas Elliman doing great. So, um, you know, I can name them. So I don't really think there's any age discrimination, but saying that, when you go to a broker, if they don't want to hire you, and they say, we won't sponsor you. And I don't know why they didn't. Maybe it was, you know, sometimes people don't take part-timers. Sometimes there are companies that don't take new people. Well, it's like a job interview. There's a million brokers. Go to another one. Just Keep mm-hmm. on going. And then if someone tells you we don't want to sponsor you, then I would ask them, well, I'm disappointed, but may I ask why? And find out, you know, um, Sometimes they have so many new people, and then they don't want to have more because it takes a lot of work to train them. And I think the odds of somebody new, getting a license is just the beginning. I mean, being successful in real estate, I don't think people really realize what a hard job it is. Um, and it's not only knowing about real estate, it's really running and building a whole business. So my advice is, first of all, thank you. But, and I'm sorry that somebody didn't sponsor you. I'm sure you would have been great. However, my advice to everybody here is go to another. There's a lot of real estate companies. Just keep on going. It's like an interview. You know, just keep on going, and then uh, somebody will be bound to do it uh, eventually. So that's my advice. But thanks for letting us know. I was finishing up on some New York uh, thing, and so we have uh, on Fifth Avenue, um, we have a co-op. That hit the market for the first time in 70 years, and it's 965th Avenue, and he's asking 48 million.
4: 70 and years, it's 70 been in 70 years, the, wow. 70 years, it hasn't been sold.
2: Yes, yeah, 70 years, and those apartments are hard to come by. And so, do I think there's a buyer? There's a buyer somewhere. You just have to find that, them. That
4: building is one of the most exclusive buildings. It is so hard to get into.
2: Yes. Now, again, which will lead us to another conversation on another day. For those of you who don't remember or maybe didn't hear us, co ops are shares in a corporation so they can tell you you can't sell your house to this person and if it's a legal reason. But this co op was built in nineteen twenty seven and the maintenance costs are twenty thousand six hundred and thirty one dollars per month. <laughs> Well, I guess if you could afford $48 million, what the hell is 20000 20, a month, right? You know
4: what that apartment has? I never heard of it before. It has a, a servant's hallway. It has a way so you don't have to see all, all the servants. that have their own private hallway and rooms in the back. I don't
2: know if they could do that today. It might be a form New, of discretion. I don't of know. Discretion of yeah. The, the
4: discrimination. Yeah,
2: and, and that's a whole other, you know, when Jerry's on the show, we'll talk about that. That's a whole other avenue on what co-ops are allowed to do legally and what they can't do and we'll do a show on that. Uh, The biggest um, but you know that I I think I talked about Hudson Yards uh, which was a related project. It's it's like a city within the city and it's done by related and this mega development collects which I didn't know they collect data from residents workers and tourists that it builds itself as the country's first Quantified community. Now, listen to this. The 25, now, Hudson Yards is kind of like a huge mall with great shops and restaurants and bars and things to do like climbing things and commercial buildings and residential buildings. It's a 16-building site. Now, it has a content management system in this site including 30 kiosks which touch screens that can be used for things like you could go to the Hudson Yards and book on their site. So you could just hit and you can touch a screen and you can book a restaurant. You could buy tickets to the vessel. But they all are collecting the data you put in mm-hmm. there, okay? And, including the, they, and then once they get the data from you initially, then they look at your history and – they're not doing to spy on you. It's what's really going on, and I don't yeah. think it's just Hudson Yards. Hudson Yards is still deciding how they'll use all of the data they're collecting, and they don't hide that they're collecting data. So anytime you use any of their systems, uh, we can – and they can do whatever they want with their data. Uh, we are not adverse to using it to help the city map the west side. Uh, but that's really what's going on today. No matter, Unless you don't ever go on the Internet – and, if, I mean, I don't know how you would really stop it when you go for a toll. You, you know, that we,
4: They know whether you're coming or going. And the new things now, by the way, the keyless uh, way of getting into your apartment and, the, vo- and the, the face recognition, they really, really can, you know, track you and where you're going and what times you came in and out and stuff like that. It's a little disconcerting.
2: It is, but on the other hand, I mean, I, I think it will pre- prevent, pre- uh, prevent some robberies because... If you have those keyless locks, you're, whoever comes to your home, you're going to know, even if they can't get in. So, uh, you know, I think it's kind of the time where it's really hard to not be found. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I know Jerry used to do the oh, the dumbest criminal. <laughs> he have yeah, a I story that. every week. It was great. We should bring that back. We should. And I'll never forget that he had a criminal that took a cab to rob a house. So he robbed the house, but he forgot to tell the car to stay. So then <laughs> robbed the house and he had nowhere to go. Oh, so you goodness. can't be a stupid criminal now. You've got to be a little smarter. But, I, you know, listen, with everything that, all, you know, all technology and things, uh, there's always an adverse thing. And I say, gee, you know, I liked it. When I was growing up, you could put money in the phone booth and tell your parents, hey, sorry, I ran out of money, couldn't get to you. Uh, now, 24-7, people know where you are. They track kids in their sneakers so they know where their kids are. Uh, but at the same token, I mean, I used to have to go to the library, the public library, to do research and do term papers. Now, I don't think anyone ever saw a library. I mean, I don't even know if they'll exist down the road.
4: I hope they still exist down the road. No. And bookstores, they were saying the same thing about bookstores. A lot of bookstores did go out of business because of the internet. Well, you can just order something, boom, and get a, 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 a discount on it. Tari, did you see the goats in Riverside Park? I'm
2: trying no, oh, to go see the goats. So what are they, uh, you were telling me about goats.
4: Twenty-four goats were delivered to Riverside Park on May 21st from a farm in upstate New York, and they call them retired freelance goats. And what they do is, is they're going to eat all the invasive plant species in Riverside Park, and they'll be there. The the herd is just going to roam around between 119th Street and 125th Street, uh, traversing hilly areas that are a bit too tough for humans to navigate. They're going to eat poison ivy and porcelain berry. I don't know what that is. And once they grow back, the goats will consume them again and again and again. So I think it's a great idea to have goats in New York City. Well, so
2: you mean to tell me we're going to see them? Like, have you seen them? They're
4: there now.
3: No, I'm curious, Stephen. uh, (laughs) Where are they?
4: 24 goats in Riverside Park. Riverside Park, Park. okay. Riverside Park, and they're going to be there until August 30th, and then they go on vacation for a month. They bring them to the Hamptons. No, I'm joking about that. But but they're going to be fenced uh, in area between 119th Street and 125th Streets. On Riverside Park to get rid of all the. Really? Poison ivy. Wow. Yeah.
2: Well, that's somebody thinking out of the box. That's I mean, cool. really? I, mean, I can imagine when he brought up the idea or she brought up the idea, they probably said, Were well, you kidding me? But you see, those great, those people that have great ideas that you know you think might be crazy end up doing a lot of things. Now, I, I haven't seen them, but that should wow. be interesting. Yeah. That very should interesting. be uh, very interesting.
4: Goats in the city. Love it. What sound does a goat make? Uh, a. a, a, b-
2: a Oh, ah, it's right.
4: a sheep. That's a sheep, right? Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, that's a sheep.
4: We're at 866-970-9622. If you know what sound a goat makes,
2: I do. <laughs> I mean, I do. I learned that, you know, when I was like in seventh, second grade. Um. So let me ask you something, Ace. Yeah. We, we were talking, there was a whole lot of uh, information that I thought was, Kind of just data that people didn't really know if these people that were first-time buyers that didn't make a lot of money um, had the right—you know, their credit could have been bad. Because regardless of whether you have a lot of money mm-hmm. or you have no, or you're, you're you're starting out, your credit is that important, and that's why we always have Dan, the credit coach on so that we can really make sure that you're prepared credit-wise. Um, but if you're a first-time buyer, Ace, and you don't have twenty percent down. You can still get a home, and a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah,
3: you, so you can. can. And, and, and just going back to credit, Dottie, credit is king, right? So if you're yes. um, someone that's looking to buy a home or even buy, buying a car or, or anything that, that really derives from credit, you really need to at least check your credit once a year, um, I would say even twice a year, just to make sure that there's no missing payments that you may have misplaced or, or maybe there's a mix-up. Uh, with your credit report that you just need to get alleviated before you go through the process. So, Dottie, that advice is, is so key. Just check your credit. And then there's so many different programs that you, that you can utilize that you don't have to put 20% down, where you can only put 5% down all the way up to 850000 or 10% down all the way up to $2 million. So there's just a lot of high-leverage and, financing here.
2: And then there's another question, which, again, and I tell you, you can't cookie-cutter things. One of the things that you also might want to talk to Ace and Citizens Bank about is, let's just say you do have twenty percent. Yeah. Okay. Well, should you put the whole twenty percent down, or should you put a little bit less down, and bank the rest? Um, Again, everything depends on your situation Situation, and where you know what you're doing and what you're making and whether you think your your pay is going to be going up or not. But really, I can't emphasize enough, take the time to sit with Ace or one of the people in Citizens Bank, doesn't cost anything, and really sit down and look at the whole financial plan because your home is a piece of your financial plan, and in most cases, it's a very big piece of it, uh, but it's remember not how much you make, it's how much you end up I mean, keeping.
3: Dottie, I can't tell you how many people come and they plan on putting 50% down or even even higher. Or even, you know, they just want to get pop, buy all cash. But after sitting down with someone like myself or someone from my team, they realize, oh, my goodness, it's so cheap to take out financing, right? So um, literally just sitting down and, and looking at different options and seeing because you may want to just buy all cash or you may want to put 50% down or 20% down. But when you look at how low the interest That's rates the are thing. and you look at how low your payments could be, you know, it may be better to... Best utilize that cash f- towards other investments and take well, advantage of saying. the low rates. And
2: again, you have to kind of sit with someone who, yeah. you, you know, d- that is a planner. But if you put less down, you have extra money to extra do money. something with. Yes. If you use it all in your home, the home is going to appreciate or. At the same rate, whether you have a lot of cash into it or not. It's all about the payments. That's right, Dottie. Okay, and what you really want to do and where you are in your life. So it's really good to sit with somebody. And by the way, before the break, New York, the richest person in Spain, well, $72 million in New York real estate. We'll be right back after the break with Yulia Yanni.